What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Act 1 of A Wife Without a Smile by Arthur Wing Pinero. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Wife Without a Smile The Persons of the Play Seymour Rippengill Read by Greg Giordano Haynes Webmarsh Read by Alan Mapstone Vivian Trude Read by Thomas Peter John Pillinger Read by Todd Foley Read by Jim Hedrick Avis Mrs. Rippengill, read by Jen Broda. Christabel, Mrs. Webmarsh, read by Lindsay Clark. Mrs. Lovett, read by Sonia. Bates, read by Krista Zaleski. Stage directions, read by Michael Max. Scene. The boathouse in the grounds of Mr. Rippingill's residence at Taplow. Time, a weekend in July. A Wife Without a Smile The First Act The scene is a room in the boathouse belonging to a villa at Taplow. On the left is a double door. When this door is open, a dwarf wall is seen, forming the embankment of the garden and running in a direct line away from the spectator into the distance. On the extreme left, parallel with this wall, is the opposite side of the river. The garden is represented as being some eighteen feet above the river level, and that part of the embankment wall nearest to the audience is supposed to end in a flight of steps leading down to the actual boathouse and the river bank. At the back of the room there is a deep bay window with cushioned seats, and on the right is an archway admitting to a hall of moderate size in which, opening from extensive grounds, is another door. The walls and ceiling of the room are of polished wood, the ceiling being supported by beams. A cottage piano and a music stool stand on the right of the bay window. Also on the right are an armchair, a small table and a settee, and against the wall a sideboard and a smoking table. Some dishes of fruit and the remains of the more substantial items of a morning meal are on the sideboard, and on the smoking table are boxes of cigarettes and cigars, an array of pipes and a match-stand, and a jar of tobacco. On the left, laid for breakfast, 
is a large oval table at which a settee and three chairs supply seats for five persons, and further to the left against the wall is a writing table. Other articles of furniture of a light kind occupy spaces not provided for in this description. A telephone is attached to the wall at the back on the right. The window seat is strewn with newspapers and magazines. Headgear in great variety hangs on a hat stand in the hall. Just outside the hall door, a garden ladder rests against a veranda which surrounds the house. Creepers cling to the veranda. The window and the hall door are open and the sun is shining brightly. Note, right and left, unless expressly stated to be the right or left of a personage in the play, are the spectators right and left, not the actors. Avis, Mrs. Rippingill, Christabel, Mrs. Webmarsh, Haynes Webmarsh, Seymour Rippingill, and Mrs. Levette are seated at the table on the left, finishing breakfast. Avis is at the head of the table, facing the spectator. Christabel and Rippingill are on her right, Webmarsh and Mrs. Lovette on her left. The ladies are in dainty summer gowns, the men in flannels. Foley, a manservant, is busying himself at the sideboard. Presently, carrying a tray laden with breakfast things, he withdraws, passing through the hall and disappearing into the garden. Rippingill is at the end of a funny story, and everyone is more or less amused except Avis, whose face wears an expression of settled melancholy. Rippingill, a volatile yet precise little gentleman of forty-four. <laughs> Mrs. Lovett, a handsome woman of uncertain age, bright and prepossessing. <laughs> Nonsense! It couldn't have happened. It's impossible. Pardon me. Many things are improbable. Nothing is impossible. Christabel, a sparkling brunette, two or three years senior to Avis. What did the man do? Apologised profusely. What could he do? Webmarsh, five and thirty, tall, lean, curly-headed, moustached. And she, the lady? Fled downstairs and jumped into a passing hansom. I won't answer another question. <laughs> His laughter flickers out, and extinguished by Avis's silence, he exchanges glances with Mrs. Lovett and shrugs his shoulders. Congratulate you, Seymour. Quite up to high water mark. Christabel, to Rippingill. Your stock is inexhaustible, and you are such a wonderful mimic. Mrs. Lovett, to Avis. You don't hear this today for the first time. That is evident, Mrs. Rippingill. Avis, a pretty childlike young woman of three-and-twenty, with an abundance of fair hair, turning doleful eyes upon Mrs. Levette. Yes, I've not heard it before. Really? Rippingill, wiping his brow. Phew! To Christabel. More strawberries? No, thanks. 
Rippingill. To Mrs. Levert. Dora, I insist. Three or four. They're delicious. Rippingill. Rising. My own growing. In a whisper, as he takes her plate. Now, your tale of old lady Whitstable and the pickled salmon. Try it. I can't. She paralyzes me. For my sake, dear friend, it's irresistible. Aloud, moving to the sideboard. I am begging Mrs. Lovett to give us her story of a supper party at old lady Whitstable's. Oh, capital. Rippingill, standing at the sideboard, watches Avis eagerly. He spoons strawberries onto Mrs. Lovett's plate, letting some of them fall to the floor. Old Lady Whitstable? She is still alive, isn't she? Alive? I was playing bridge with her for an hour yesterday. She's only eighty-seven. Only? Oh, a widow may live to any age when she's properly provided for. I intend to do so, frankly. You hear that, Haynes? I hope you are insuring your life heavily. Not I. A literary gent is entitled to die without a farthing. Heartless. What about widowers, Mrs. Lovett? They generally shorten their lives by remarrying. Merci. I'll remember your warning. Christabel, holding out her hand lovingly. Oh, Haynes, don't chaff. I can't bear it. Webmarsh, pressing her hand. Forgive me, Christabel. Yes, 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 but Lady Whitstable's supper party. Well, the incident arose out of a little supper at her house in Onslow Gardens. <laughs> this is exquisite. Listen, Avis. The function took place in her bedroom. They can't move her, you know. Avis, rising herself. Talking of bedrooms, I've forgotten to ask if you were comfortable in yours last night, Mrs. Lovett. Rippingill, dropping strawberries. Ch -ch -ch. Oh, oh, most comfortable. Some people loathe a strange bed. Rippingill, advancing, the plate of strawberries in his hand. Avis, Avis, Lady Whitstable and the pickled salmon. Now consider for a moment, my pet. Reflect. What a grotesque contrast. A fine, crusted specimen of our English aristocracy. And pickled fish. The mere contemplation of... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.